up guys you are on the air and off the books with samantha and Bethan. and today we are going to be talking about this crazy book it, no it's not no it's terrifying side note we i'm got, eating a muffin <laughs> we got some muffins from the main street cafe down the street from the library um Bethany got her coffee. Oh, we are yeah. chowing down as we're recording this lovely podcast. Because it's in the morning. It's a dreary day outside. Yes. So we had to had to have a pick me up. Oh. Anyway, and because I stayed up all night reading this book, ter- reading this book and being freaking terrified so bad that I didn't go to bed till three thirty in the morning, and then I had a freaking nightmare. Okay, <laughs> a night. And whose idea was it to read this book? Huh? Whose idea was it to read this book? It was your idea. <laughs> something you're going to want to read. If you like yes. horror or supernatural anything, this is literally and twists. Twists and turns. If you don't want to know what's going on the entire time, then this is for you. If you want to be scared, this is also for you. If you want to have nightmares, this is this is definitely for you. <laughs> like I so I don't even remember why on earth did I recommend this? I don't remember I don't why. Know. We were just I think we were looking through and or not Unlimited on Amazon, and we were just found Not random sponsored. books. This is. But if you want to sponsor us, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, Amazon, come on, pick us up. Hey. <laughs> um, but also, side note: this book is by Alex Bell. Yes. Um, there's like 10, 10 books in the series. They're called the Red Eye um, series. Mm-hmm. There's only two that are connected. There is Frozen Charlotte, and then there's a prequel called Charlotte Says. Yeah, um, that's what's interesting about the series, because we thought at first that it, because when we looked at the Frozen Charlotte, we realized it's like the book in the middle of the series. Yes. But all the whole series, there's how many in the series? There's 10. So there's 10 in the series, but they're all standalones, except for Frozen Charlotte and the prequel Charlotte Says. And those are both by Alex Bell. And I think yes. those are the only ones that she... I think she wrote She wrote two more. Okay. She wrote The Haunting, and I believe that she wrote... I want to say Sleepless, but I'm not sure. Mm. But yeah, all of these that are written terrifying. by a bunch of different authors. Mm-hmm. Um, they just go like... I don't know if you guys watch Hulu, but there was this thing on Hulu that they were called Into the Dark... Um, it was like seen that. it was like all these movies. It's kind of like how these books are. Oh, it was but like, like mini horror movies or something. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of these horror movies that were all into the dark movies, but they all had different titles. They were all about different things. This is kind of how this book series is. Ugh, that yeah. just sounds like I want to go hide in the corner. Yes. So <laughs> none of these are really connected except for the two Frozen Charlotte ones. Yeah. And basically, that would be, if like you took those two out, it would be a duology. Yes. Because Charlotte Says is the prequel to Frozen Charlotte, and we haven't read that one yet, but it looks creepy. I have read some reviews online that says, and they said that they liked Frozen Charlotte better, but I think she, I don't, 
when she wrote first. Yeah. Even though I kind of have a feeling she wrote Frozen and Charlotte, and she was like, well, I want to dig more into this backstory. Yes, because, okay, so, oh, here we go. Okay, we're so. Gonna, we're going to try really hard not to put any spoilers in here. Yes, this is not a spoiler episode, so if you're worried that we're going to give some things away, then no worries. We want you to read this book, because we want you to. Be terrified with us. Yes, and email us. All your reactions are come and see us at the library and talk about your reactions to this book because literally almost peed my pants at the desk reading the like you know on Amazon when you have the option to look inside the book and read like the first like yes. few pages. I was on the desk because we were trying to figure out whether or not we actually wanted to add this to the list or whatever. I was having a panic attack and Samantha was <laughs> laughing at me. I was, I was like, oh my I was god. I don't get scared easily, so I'm reading this book and I'm like, okay, this is like a like a four, five out of ten scary for me. But that Dan, this was like a twenty out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say ten out of five, but yeah, you're you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> the scare factor is like throat and vomit. So just for like, if so, if you're like, if you're anything like me, like I can't. I'm I'm kind of okay in the daytime reading. But when it gets around nighttime, my I cannot read or watch anything scary because like it literally like makes me start involuntarily shedding tears. And at 1.30 this morning, I was sitting in my, on my couch by myself, literally just crying at one of these scenes. And I was just like, oh god, no, I can't do this anymore. And I was texting Samantha like, I can't do it. I can't do this anymore. As I'm like dead asleep. <laughs> and she's like totally like whatever to the world rested. I did not lay down until 3.30 and I had a massive nightmare about mannequins trying to kill me. And I was like, no, no. And I, oh, yeah. The book is really good. I will say that the book is really good. But if, and if you want that adrenaline factor or that scare, this is worth it. Yes. And we are, I think that we're going to try to read the other books as well. Yeah. We're going to like, we're maybe we should start like, maybe we should start with a little rating factor. Like, yeah, rate like the, the books. Factor. Yeah. Personally, ours are going to be very different. But <laughs> everything like, for me is going to be like, it was a million out of 10, and you're like, and like three. <laughs> As, as for the quality of the book, I'm going to give this one a 7 out of 10. Really? Borderline 8. Ah, 7.5 out of 10. We'll see how the other ones are. So the quality as in? Just like the plot and how everything pans out. Do you think it was just because, okay, so this book is a shorter book. It's, like a, it's not a novella. It's definitely a book, but it's only about 300 pages. So it's a good fast read. So is it because that you think it was not long enough? Or Yes. Okay. I think that they should have dug further into like the main girl Sophie. Okay. I think they should have like expanded on her like looking. Yeah, and kind of like drawn out like the bad things that were happening. Okay. Yeah. I okay, so it's about this girl named Sophie. We should probably do the summary real quick. Yeah. And then I'll give my rating about the quality because mine's a little different. Um, so it's about this girl named Sophie and her best friend Jay, and they're in a cafe together. Ooh, that's kind of creepy since I went to the cafe and got the coffee. And yeah. Creep factor. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Also, don't ever touch a Ouija board or you're going to die. Yes. <laughs> this is the moral of this story. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not even the half of it. Yeah. And 
so they get this app on his phone, play with the Ouija board. I'm already freaking out and crying because they're playing with this Ouija board, and Samantha's over here just like, eh. And I'm just like, oh my god, no, don't touch it, don't do it, this is how people die. And then the lights go out, they see like this demon person, and then it propels them into this crazy story. Crazy story of, oh. Disgusting mind control, yes. devil possession, torture, yeah. um, and it's not a very happy ending. Like as far as it's very, there's a resolve, but there's not. It's not what you expect, I guess. A lot if, of loss has to happen yes. in the book to make it as good as it is. And it's just about her journey over into Scotland, I think is where they're at right now, to this mansion where her family lit to visit her family after this tragedy happens with this Ouija board that yes. I won't tell you about. Yes. And then this is where she finds out that there's so much more going on and what she let out of the bag. Yes. Is it's all bad. I think we can tell them it's all kind of centered around um, her her cousin Rebecca had died. Mm -hmm. And so it's all yeah, centered you do know around that. her her death. Yes. Yeah. And that, it was, ooh, that was rough. That really hurt me. If any of you have ever watched um, the Sinister movies, that's kind of by the gave me. Cause Never like, seen that. The creepy kids, like, no. doing crazy things. Is that things. the one where the demon is, like, up in the, like, he the goes through the door? He, like, he goes through the door into the other world, and then he's, like, walking around, and he hears them, no. like, cheering music, and he's sitting in the window, and he, like, looks down at him. I scream. <laughs> I think that is insidious. Insidious? I have no idea. I saw that insidious? one part. Insidious. Insidious. I don't know. I saw that one part and I, I almost passed out. But I no. didn't watch it all. Yeah. This is like, this reminds me of like the Sinister movies. Not oh. as creepy, but borderline creepy. How could that be it how could anything be more cur i can't <laughs> i cannot do have you seen texas chainsaw massacre yeah <sighs> see that's my kind of movie yeah but that's more like blood and guts this yeah. is more like possession stuff this stuff like hits too much for me like so she goes to scotland to figure out about this ouija board and the incident that they had to get with she had with her best friend and to figure out about Rebecca's death because it literally centers all the way around her death. It's caused a lot of problems. Yes. And so along with Rebecca's death, it's called Frozen Charlotte for a reason. So yes. I just dug up some information about why it was called Frozen Charlotte and like these Frozen so Frozen Charlottes are dolls from like the Victorian times. And I found this article. I hope we'll try to link it down below so you can read it too. But um it's called The Haunting History of Frozen Charlotte Dolls. And the subtitle here is they were baked into cakes and dropped into baths. Like, yeah. that's such a chilling, disgusting yeah. thing. Um, and it says that around, they abound on Etsy and eBay, tiny dolls usually with dark painted hair and red lips and skin as white as snow, made of white bisque, a type of porcelain they lie frozen in place without any joints. During the Victorian era in the United States, these little dolls were baked into cakes associated with a famous dessert and sought after by young girls, just as they are sought after by collectors today. But it wasn't a little girl that gave the doll her name, Frozen Charlotte. The doll's origins as a German bath time novelty meant to float in a tub were innocent. 
but its arrival in the United States in the mid-1800s coincided with the popularity of a morbid song. The story goes that the main writer, Seba Smith, stumbled upon a newspaper story that recounted how a young woman froze to death in her carriage on a way to a ball. Hit with inspiration, Smith, who was also known as the first to record the word scrumptious, scribbled a poem on the time on the theme. Published in 1843, A Corpse Going to a Ball, described how on a frosty night a young lady named Charlotte refused to wear a blanket over her fine clothes. When they arrived, her more bundled up beau found her frozen to death in her sleigh. And they said, in like other articles say that um, these porcelain dolls were made really little to like dress up, for kids to dress up, but mothers would give them to daughters, tell them these stories to make them listen yes. to them. Like they were like the Grimm's Tales, basically. Yeah. And it does get a little bit, it does tell you the backstory about them a little bit in the book. It does, it does. And that's what I like too. So that's why also, because my rating for it, I would probably give it a five out of five because for what she crammed into such a short story, yeah. it flowed so well. And yeah, I was like missing some parts and stuff like that. It could have been a bigger story, but for what she had, I think she cut out the right things yeah. and made it to where it had a good like go to the end. Now, at the very end when she is trying to rid herself of the problem that's happening, I think that was a little bit of a cop out. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I don't know what else she could have done really. Yeah, I just wanted it to be a little more grandiose. Yes. her attempt to get rid of what was going on yes but as far as like the writing style goes it's constantly creepy it never drags because i was kind of yeah. worried at the beginning yeah the beginning like the first chapter was like okay is this gonna be like a super slow book is it gonna get into like the creepy stuff and like the uh -huh. last like three chapters but it picks up pretty well after the first chapter yeah and it's just like a baseline that she has to establish i think yeah and um after that, it's like boom, 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 boom. Like, yes. I would, if I was in her situation, I'd have probably ran away. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% would have ran away. I don't know why she stayed that long. She was so brave. Yeah, so like when you meet this family, it like gives you the Adams family vibes times 12. Yeah, there is literally something hor like horrifically wrong with every single character. Yeah. And the problem is, is like this family, like you think in your head, this family is totally demented. There's something wrong with every single one of them. Yes. And I never, like, I was just like, how can a family be so dysfunctional? Yeah. And how can they all just play it off like it's Fine. not a thing? Or like the dad keeps saying like, oh, it's just how teenage boys act. Of course they beat people up all the time. Yeah. Of course, you know, little girls have... <laughs> These spells that they go through where they talk to dead people and yeah. draw like families dead in front of yeah. houses in blood. Like, that's not a thing. <coughs> no, it's not a thing. And the dolls. I think the Frozen Charlotte dolls were the worst part. Yeah. Like, it gives me chill. I have goosebumps right now thinking about it. Like, if, if I come across any of these anywhere ever now, I'm going to run in the other direction. Yeah, no. so guys, don't try to prank us and be sending any frozen No, oh my god, I will like pass the freak. No, I will pass out. That thing will cry. I will really cry. <laughs> this was so scary. You have to read it. We think that um, our reference assistant that works here, she's going to read it 
And then Stephanie, you met her in the Twilight episode. She's going to read it too. Yes. So um, hopefully, maybe if we read, Charlotte says we can tell you what they think of that and give you yes. their rating on it too. But we definitely 100% recommend this book to you. It is outstanding. It's so good. Um, maybe we could do like a what they thought of the book podcast. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That would be cool. Like get them together and can we say other than because we don't want to give too much away the problem is is if we tell you too much of the storyline it's really going to undo some things and unravel some things just know that if you love like people's eyes being stabbed out if you like people being mutilated (laughs) if you like people being murdered (laughs) in unspeakable ways if you like people being haunted or going into rooms that smell like rotting death and freezing corpses. And this book is going to be for you. Yes. You're going to have a great time with it. I don't think I'll have a great time with yeah. it. Yeah. But you can find this book on Amazon. It yes. Was, I think we paid, what, $7 for it? We did for our Kindle version. But you can get it probably cheaper if you go to, like, a different website. Um, right. I would probably search into it a little bit more. We just won't need it fast. Yes. We wanted the... And what we'll try to do is we'll try to request it on Libby. Yes. And we'll try to request to have a hard copy sent to the library so that you guys have it available to you for the branches. Um, and by the time this episode is up, that should definitely be in for yes. sure. Um, we'll have articles linked in the description below about... We could actually probably get them on Interlibrary Loan, maybe. Yes, absolutely. If you don't know about that service, that's a really good service. So if, you, if there's anything in the library that we don't have, search the reference desk and ask well Mr. Samantha <laughs> we'll get it for you <laughs> yeah. it is a free system so you do not have to pay for that yes and we'll, what we do is we'll borrow the book from a, um, a library in the state of Indiana and they'll send it to us for free and it just checks out like a regular book yep it'll be like it's gonna be oh, we should we should thank the movie starring us uh no <laughs> to get you uh, ready for the Halloween mood, death, destruction, supernatural, horror. This yeah. is this is the book, seriously. Seriously. So, tell us what you think about it, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Yep. Bye. This is Becky and Samantha, and you are awesome. <laughs> <laughs>